go to the church website, ucpsta.org, and you can find out how to sign up for that. Each round of maximum is just like hours. Okay? This is why we do Tinder Geeks. It's all good. You are always welcome to take these with you, okay? So help yourself. And that's the card that I'm going to read tonight. It says, Holy Communion on the one side, for it is by our faith in Jesus that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are saved. And then on the back side, it says the body and the blood of Jesus. The body. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the body of Christ that was wounded for our sins and bore our sicknesses, weaknesses, diseases, distresses,
pain and sorrow. We accept the life that you died to give us, a life of peace, well-being, healing, wholeness. We praise you for, for forgiving. There's a tongue twister. For forgiving our sins and bridging the gap that once separated us from the Father. In your remembrance, we eat the bread. So this represents the body of Christ. And the Bible instructs us to do this as often as we want in remembrance of him. Now, the blood, Abba, Father, we thank you for reconciling us through the blood of the cross and for the peace you gave us. We choose to operate in the authority that your blood gives us and testify of your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. And one of the scriptures say that we, when we remember the body and blood of Jesus, we are also announcing that he is the soon and coming king. Jesus is returning. And so this is one way we announce that. All right. <clears throat> so thank you for joining us online in communion. We're going to, um, I'm going to read our main scripture while the Heartfelt Fire Worship Band gets ready to lead us in worship. Our main scripture for New Generation Air Force is from the book of Psalms. And chapter 112, praise the Lord, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land, the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Praise the Lord. Okay, for those who are in the house, we have... Two types of drums. We have a trumpet and we have two types of tambourine. We love for you to participate with the instrument. You can move it, you can move it wherever you need to. The words for the songs are on the front row if you want the words. And then we always start with our theme song.
salvation. Stephen? For I pour my fire out on my children. My fire is poured out upon all the people. But my fire is poured out for those, especially those who love and follow me. For those who love and trust me. Experience a burning that no one else can quench. The experience a burning that only I can give you. Walk in the fire that I have for you. Start fires where you go. Share me where you go. For I am all about the fire. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We so appreciate the gifts of Holy Spirit. You can find them in the Bible. Romans 12, I believe, and 1 Corinthians 12. I think they're both in 12. Yeah, thank you, Heartfelt Fire Worship Band. All right, so Pastor Nelson and I are going to teach together. We were going to have a demonstration of guitar, but that was your demonstration. Okay, so just remember what you just participated in with the musical instrument. And thank you to our percussion team. Awesome. (laughs) And our brass. Don't forget our brass ensemble there. Nice. And then everybody's voices who sang. I forgot to announce that we have our first ever newsletter. It's a quarterly newsletter where we have testimonies. We also have the social media links. We have um, say we let you know that there's events coming up, so it's informative. It lets you as the youth know what's going on and participate with your testimonies. It also lets our community know who we are and how they can participate with us and our church family as well. We have some paper copies of it, but we also have it now on the VCF webpage, right? If you go to the vcfpa.org and click on the youth tab, is it called youth or Air Force youth? You can move back a row, Stephen, or two, (laughs) help out in the conversation. So you can find a digital version of the brochure or the newsletter. Abby's the one who has testimony in there, so you'll want to check that out. Where else can it be found? Did we put it a second place? That's right. It's on our Facebook page, New Gen Air Force. It's a page. So you can find it there as well. If you have testimonies that you'd like to share now during, ser- during our meetings, our service time, let me know and we'll give, you can give your testimonies now. If you would rather give your testimony as a written testimony in a, our next quarter, let me let me know, and you can get that to me. I already have a request out to our REMA graduates. So
So some of them have given me their testimonies already. So we're planning a special um, Rama testimony because some of them will be graduating, and they came from New Generation Air Force. So we want to hear what our alumni are doing. And so that's something that I forgot to announce during announcements. All right. What do you got? <laughs> uh, all right. I think I realize we don't always announce ourselves to our online viewers. You all know us. I'm Pastor Nadine, and this is my husband. Pastor Nelson. <laughs> so if we never remember again, you have to watch this one. <laughs> All right, so I have a title for this from the voice translation. How many of you have ever read the voice translation? I like it because it's kind of set up like you would listen to a drama. It has the, the names the person speaking, and then it, it then says what they said. So it's kind of set up like you would be reading a script for a drama or for a play. So it kind of gives you a different perspective. I like it. And um, so our title comes from Romans 4, 21 in the voice. It says, he was supremely confident that God could deliver on his promise. So the title of today's message is Supremely Confident. All right. And that was talking about Abraham. Okay, so what we were going to be demonstrating on the guitar and even the piano and other instruments, you have to tune your instruments, the strings especially, because of the vibration, because of the um, moisture or lack of moisture in the air. I had our piano tuned in our house, and the tuner was opened it up because it's not like this, it's upright, so we had it all taken apart. There's so many strings in there. And the way in the upright that they have it designed to like overlap each other to fit in that small space. And then they have the little wooden things that move all these moving parts. That was amazing. I was amazed. And he told me how many strings. I don't remember the number, but like the higher strings, there are three strings to make one sound. So he said that's why it takes so long, like why he's like pinging on one note for so long because his ear is tuned and he had a little, um, he had a tuner, wasn't too little, that helped him (laughs) know when it exactly reached the right tone or pitch. I was amazed. And then in our piano, because I never opened it up, there was a humidifier thing on the bass that could, at the bottom, that we could plug in to the electric socket, and he said that would help keep it from being dried out in the, in the seasons when the air's drier, like here now in winter. So I learned a lot from our piano tuner, and I know Nelson plays the guitar, so you could tell us a little bit about tuning a guitar because I see you tune that all the time. But the piano, you do it like, I think we do it four times a year here at church. He said because we don't play it as often at our house, once a year would be fine, but I mean, you, you got to tune it. I mean, even just taking it outside, like weather like this, and taking it home, it changes. But I tune it at least four times when I get here on Sunday or Wednesday night. 
And a lot of times it could be the, the strings be getting older. But when I'm tuning it, it just, it just reminded me of um, if we're not tuned into the Lord's word, where would that take us? Even though you may think it's tuned, but our ear actually is not tuned to what you should be hearing. Because, I mean, you can get sidetracked easily. But there's nothing wrong with this. You know, it sounds good until you start strumming it. Then you start acting, you know, then you start learning what it's, how, how far it really is off. And this is where our hearing this is, and this is what reminded me of, of, of the um, Adam and Eve when the Lord spoke to them. And then when, when Satan came in, he, how he just tweaked it a little bit and it got them on the eating the fruit which they should not have been eating. So their ear changed to hearing a different voice. Yes. I was reading the reason why we came... We've been uh, reading through Romans, and I've been reading the red words of Jesus. So some Bibles or on your apps. If you need a Bible, we have some up here on the stage, or if you have your phones, you can look up the, the scriptures as we read them. I've been reading just the red words of Jesus. So if you have a red-lettered Bible, it's easier to see exactly what Jesus is speaking because you can just see the red And I just wanted to string it all together. Like, what did Jesus say? Who was he talking to the most? I'm like keeping notes, kind of like a T-chart. And I'm saying, I'm looking, what did Jesus talk about? Who did he talk to? And who did he not talk to? Like, just, I'm fine-tuning my spirit ear to be sure that I'm listening, like Pastor Nelson said, to the voice of God and not to the voice of religion, the voice of my family, or the voice of tradition. I want to make sure I'm actually tuned into Jesus' words. And I came, I'm at Psalm, I mean, Matthew 16. And this is where Jesus rebuked Peter and told him to get behind him. Yes. And this stood out to me. Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. So at the same time I'm reading the red words of Jesus, I'm also reading Romans. And so Matthew 16, 23. Okay. (laughs) Okay, right before this, Peter had a great revelation that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus commended him only... God could have revealed this to you. And this is where um, he talked to him about on this rock of revelation of Peter, I'm going to build my church. So Peter was feeling like, wow, of all the disciples, I got the revelation. (laughs) And then it says, verse 21, from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed. God bless you. (laughs) And on the third day, be raised. So he's letting his disciples know there's a change in the forecast. And I want you to know the plan of God. 
since you just got this revelation that I am the Son of God, right? And Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. Verse 23, But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. Uh-go. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. That phrase stood out to me. Because Jesus just said to Peter, what you just said to me is coming from the voice of Satan, our enemy. So I wanted to know what was it, not just the words he spoke, but what was it? And Jesus revealed here in verse 23, you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but instead you're setting your mind on the things of man. Different translations say different um, words. So um, I found a new version when I was looking on the uh, Bible Hub app. Have any of you heard the version of Scripture called a faithful version? I never heard of a faithful version. But in the faithful version, on Blue Hub, Blue Hub, Bible Hub, it's Blue Bible yes. and Blue Hub. Bible Hub, but there's a blue one. It's blue something. Oh, my goodness. I'm mixing the words up. I'm out of harmony. <laughs> Bible Hub. Bible Hub. That's what I mean to say. Your thoughts are not in accord with the things of God. So instead of your mind is not set on the things of God, your thoughts are not in accord with the things of God. The New American Standard Bible says you are not setting your mind on God's interests. So instead of the things of God, the interests of God. And so I got out my handy-dandy uh, digital 1828 Webster's Dictionary. And I started looking up these words. So the word accord, because he said you are not in accord with the things of God. You're not setting your mind. means harmony, agreement, union, adjustment of a difference to make the same. And the verb of accord means to agree in pitch and tone. So that's where I, I started thinking about the instruments and why we tune them and how we now we have like machines that help us. I do. Yes. And um because this this is so important and I I I just pray that Holy Spirit gives us revelation. I've been praying this for me and for you all week as I've been reading this and studying this that we get this because this is the only time that Jesus told one of his disciples, get behind me, Satan. So I don't want to be speaking the words of Satan. So I need to find out what was it that Jesus identified as a thought of Satan or words of Satan. And this is why I'm looking at the definition. And the thing is, 
where did Peter come from before he actually even said it? What was he into? What was he doing for that to take place? Do you know the answer? No. Mm, that's a good question. He just had a revelation. Yes. I think he might have slipped over to pride. What do you think? He was probably like patting himself on the back. I got the Maybe. revelation from God. <laughs> Nobody, None of my buddies did. <laughs> yeah? Because Satan, he had pride. He, was, he oh, yeah. lifted himself up. And, well, before he was Satan, when he was the angel, Lucifer, and that's what caused his fall was pride. So very well could have been pride. And how quickly he just fell, yeah. tuned into a suggestion that the enemy gave him to think about, like, no way, Jesus, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that this week, Lord was speaking, he said, um, take note what's going on in the atmosphere. Take note. And it's like even when you're sleeping, why is harassment coming in while you can't sleep? what's going on in the neighborhood. And this is what he's been speaking with this. So we're going through, and this is what he wants us to pick it up, what's what's going on for discernment, revelation to grow. And he wants us to ask for this every day, every gift. He wants to, he, he's willing to lead to give it but it's to fine-tune us to pick up with everything. I mean, you've seen a lot of stuff being in South America, and you know what it's like to be fine-tuned and a lot of that stuff going on down there. And this is what he wants us to do, get, get tuned. So is there anyone here that's been having trouble sleeping? Because Nelson's picking that up in, in, our, in our community right now in the atmosphere. So if if you've had been having trouble sleeping, we're going to pray over you because that's a demonic influence it is. Yes. to steal sleep and rest and peace from you. So receive this now. We're going to break that off of, of you so that you can get sleep and rest. Okay, Father, we're coming to you right now. And we bind here in the secret societies. So we're binding. We're breaking it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Is bound, and you're going to leave in the name of Jesus. So we're asking the Holy Spirit to go into the homes right now. We're breaking and binding every blockade that the enemy is trying to bring in. He's trying to put a vice on our minds, trying to stop us for what we need to do. So right now, we're calling the holy fire down upon this foundness right now in the name of Jesus. Fire, fire, fire. Fire, 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 fire. Fire. Yeah. And now I release the spirit of peace to rest upon you. The spirit of holiness and peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world has. But my peace I give to you. So receive the peace of God. And anytime the, that you experience uh, harassing thoughts or troubling thoughts yes. or worry or have trouble sleeping, you can do this. Say, no, 
spirit of torment or disrupting my peace go in Jesus' name. And I call for the peace of God to come into my mind and my heart and into my house, into my school, into my workplaces. So you can do that for yourself and for your family and friends. And uh, making sure our armor is always on. Uh, the armor. Yeah. Who knows where you can find in the Bible where the armor of God is, is written for us? Does anyone know? Ephesians yep. chapter 6. Yes. Ephesians chapter 6. So you can look at the armor of God and you can just speak, read that and say, I'm putting yes. on the armor of God. Okay? So... We, we look at Matthew 16:23 and ask Holy Spirit to give you more revelation on this. But it's very important that our thoughts are in accord, are set, our mind is set on God's interests, on the things of God. So ask Holy Spirit to show us if we're thinking we're starting to get out of tune. We're starting to get out of harmony, out of yes. accord. And then... He'll show you. So now we're going to find out how Abraham did this. So you'll have the example of Abraham in Romans chapter 4. And this will be a good example of how he fine-tuned his thoughts to keep them in accord with the things of God, how he set his mind on God. All right? And then we can do the same thing. So Romans 4 Verse 20. Romans 4.20. Any questions or comments while we're turning to Romans 4.20? All right. Romans 4.20. I'm going to read in the voice, and then I'm going to read the Amplified Classic. In spite of all this, his faith... Abraham's faith in God's promise did not falter. In fact, his faith grew as he gave glory to God because he was supremely confident that God could deliver on his promise. So this is one way how we set our mind or keep our thoughts in accord with the things of God, the interests of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So the word of God is key to making sure we're in tune with God. We're thinking his thoughts, that we've set our mind on God's interests. And Jesus gave us Holy Spirit to be our great teacher. So ask Holy Spirit, teach me the word of God. I just heard a preacher say, Holy Spirit is the great performer of the word of God. So you can say, Holy Spirit, perform God's word in and through my life. How about that? (laughs) I like that. I like that (laughs) word. All right. So his faith was in God's promise. So one way we set our mind, our thoughts, and keep it in accord with God's interests and thoughts is to know the word of God. So be reading the word of God. Be speaking the word of God in your life. And then it says, His faith grew as he gave glory to God. So thank God, praise God, worship God. If you don't know what to say, read the book of Psalms. Almost all the Psalms have 
a part, if not the whole psalm, that's thanking God, praising God, and worshiping God, telling God how awesome he is, right? So Psalms is a good book for you. You can just read those, okay? And then it says he was supremely confident. Are you supremely confident that God is going to deliver his promise to you? If you are not, you just ask God, I want to be, help me to be supremely confident that you're going to fulfill your promise in my life. And that's the thing about God. I mean, he's a great coach. He's a great motivator on things. And he loves victory. He wants to see victory in your lives daily. But the thing is, when we get into the word, to meditate on them daily. But when we get up in the morning, there should be a song already to sing for, for the Lord himself every morning. We have on our YouTube, New Gen Air Force YouTube, and also on the Victor Christian Fellowship YouTube, if you go to playlists, we have signature worship as a couple sets on there of worship. So you can always go there and turn that on if you need help to get get yourself focused to shut down the loud voices that might be trying to distract you. So that's available to you. All right. In the Amplified, Romans 4, 20 and 21, no unbelief or distrust made him waver. So that means there was unbelief and distrust around Abraham, but he refused to let it move him. He did not waver. Um... Doubt or doubt concerning the promise of God. Rather, he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Abraham was fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he has promised. So you can read these scriptures over your life. Tell yourself, this is what I believe and this is what I'm doing. And this is what God is doing in my life. Yes. And, and that's the thing, too, is when, when you start meditating on it and you start breathing it in, and it's going to, and your spirit is going to be rejoicing even more. But the fires can be turned up inside. And that's the thing with. The attitude's going to change that you have, and you're going to be walking upward like you never did before. You'd be walking like a champion. Oh, yeah, walking like a champion. Hey, this generation, we talked yes. about walking with God today. Walking like a champion. Yes. A champion is already victorious, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Let's go into Romans 5. This is going to encourage us for the week. Are you ready? Romans 5, 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that... But we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, 
and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. That's a champion mantra or motto right there, right? Yes. And love is the key. Love is the key. Yes. Because to say without love, there's nothing. And we, we grew up without love in the house. But so I came to Jesus and knowing what love really was, there was a change night and day. And it is amazing because, you know, I never wanted to go back to where I came from because it's the darkness that makes you stumble. But it's the light that makes you walk through the straight paths. And these are the things that the Lord himself took me out of a town, brought me up into the valley, into the mountains, away from everything to learn his voice, to understand his word but to have fellowship with him. And this is where the turnaround was. So that's where he tuned you as his instrument of righteousness. Yes. And And that included removing distractions and old habits and old friends. Yes. You had to make new friends. Yes. And then so it's like the friends are like night and day, the old and the new, the new wine. It's always the new wine is always better. And it's like it's 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 great. And it's like when when you when I heard him even before I came back in the church it was loud, but it said it was it was definitely the father speaking. He says, "Hey, I want you back. I want you to go to church." But he gave me Pastor Sam. He goes, "Go see see Pastor Sam." I thought I knew who that who that guy was. But yeah, and ever since then, it was a it was a constant flow with with, with conversations between us. And that's how I got to, but the thing is, is knowing Jesus as well in the Holy Spirit, but knowing each one has its own individual voice. But each time you, who you hang out with, you, you get to know their voice, who, who you're talking to. But yeah, it's something. So you had to stop listening to old music, stop oh, yeah. listening that to was, old conversations with friends. Yes. Oh yeah. And you... How how long would you read the Bible in the beginning to get oh, yourself well, in the light? Yeah, because it was uh, is when I came home. It's like it was like constant because it, it was new. I mean, I was getting up three o'clock in the morning, sitting on my chair out in the living room. I set the alarm for five o'clock just in case I would fall asleep, and that's why I had to get up to go to work. But that was my routine daily. So you got up two extra hours so you could read the Bible yep, and, and talk with God. Yes, yep, that's what I did. And then when you came home from work, what did you do? The same thing. So you totally I changed your whole else. schedule yes. until you learned God's voice and yes. his word. And the thing is, the more you, you bring it in, the old stuff just gets tossed to the side. It doesn't even, when you have Jesus, nothing else matters. It's like It's like... You don't even focus on these things anymore. And it's like it, it's like it never even happened. And it was great, you know, sitting there, you know, talking. But then through the years, 
he was like, hey, man, I'm coming down to see you. Or else, you know, you're coming up here. And we're like, okay. And the Lord says, I got things to show you. Conversations to show, you know, even, I mean, even about the, the different stories in the Bible. The revelation, a lot of these things, like the lion's den. I mean, he, he shared with me on that where when, as soon as Daniel went down, he said he, he, said he, he knew them by name. He named the animals. And, that's, and they, they took me to the very beginning. He said, I gave you authority over every animal on this earth. I say, and I said, Lord knew the sheep by their name. So he knew every lion by their name. He named them. And uh, I was telling a good friend of mine, he said, actually turn into a petting zoo. I said, yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> This is just some examples of decisions you have to make in your life. Nobody can make you read God's word or listen to God's word. But if you choose to start consuming more of God's word in your life, you will see radical changes for the better in your life. And so Romans chapter 15, I just want to jump to Romans 15 to end tonight. And then we're going to pray for you. Romans 15, verses 4, 5, and 6. And I'm going to read in the Amplified Classic. I just saw this, and I thought, at least for me, it tied everything together for me. So Romans 15, 4, 5, and 6. And I'm going to read it from the Amplified Classic. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. So the Bible was written for our instruction. That by our steadfast and patient endurance and the encouragement drawn from the scriptures. So as we read the scriptures, we're going to draw encouragement. We're going to become courageous by learning what the scriptures are saying. So that we might hold fast. And cherish hope. So we got to hold on to hope. Don't let hold yes. hope slip from our hold. Yep. Okay? Verse 5. Now may the God who gives the power of patience. So God gives us the ability to be patient. <laughs> Everything he asks us to do, he enables us to do. He yes. equips us to do. He encourages us to do. Who supplies encouragement grant you to live in such mutual harmony and such full sympathy with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. So we need the word, the scripture. We need one another, the believers. Nelson has talked a lot about when I got back to the church, when I started going to church. So he needed the the believers in the church and the pastor. And then... In accord with Christ Jesus. We need Jesus. Yes. And then verse 6. That together, all this working together, you may unanimously, with united hearts and one voice, praise and glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So here it is again. Like Abraham, he learned the key. I need to praise and worship God. And that's the key of love, because that's an expression of our love to God. And that's how it all 
works together in yes. perfect harmony. Yes. So I want to pray over you and release what God has here. He said, um, now may the God who gives power, the power of patient endurance and supply encouragement, grant you to live in harmony and sympathy with one another so that together with one heart and one voice, we will praise and glorify God. I'm going to release that to you, an impartation through the laying on of hands. But first, before we do that, do you want to keep the live stream? I know some of you like that, especially if the Lord starts speaking prophetically, then you can go back and listen to what God said. If you don't want to be on live stream camera, just give me a little hands up. You all good with that? Okay. You don't want to. Okay, that's fine. And you can just stay back there. But I am going to pray for everybody. So we'll keep the live stream going. So for those who don't want to be on the camera, I release into your life the power of patient endurance from God himself and his supply of encouragement so that you can live in mutual harmony and sympathy with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. So that together you have a united heart and voice praising and glorifying the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Hallelujah. And that's released to our online viewers as well. Do you want to say anything before people come up? Okay, let's come on up. If you want prayer, you can come to the front row and we'll pray over you. And if the Lord gives us a specific word for you, we'll release that. And one thing you can do, even if you are not receiving prayer for you, anything God gives to someone else, you can, you can receive that for yourself. So I do this all the time. Anybody that's receiving prayer or a word from the Lord, I say, Lord, I agree with that word, and I want that in my life too. <laughs> and then the Lord can apply that to you as well. All right. You ready? I'm going to start with you. Have you ever received prayer before? Like this? Okay, the Bible talks about laying hands on people as a point of contact. So like you're releasing your faith in what God is going to speak through me. Are you good with that? If I lay my hand on your head? All right. Father, I thank you for Vera. I bless her in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, release your mighty power the pure love that you have for her. Open her ears. She's going to hear your voice speaking to her. A fine-tuning of recognizing your voice, just like when Jesus walked on the water to, to the disciples in the storm. Jesus said, Peace, be still, and the storm stopped. I release that peace and power to hear your voice and to trust you. And I call forth all the gifts and callings that you have in her life. Baptize her now with the mighty power of Holy Spirit to live and to think the thoughts that you have. She will know the thoughts you think towards her, thoughts that are good and full of hope. In Jesus' name, thank you. Are you good with that? 
All right, Father, I thank you for Savannah. Oh, mighty, 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 mighty are you. You are a mighty warrior in my eyes. The Father says you are a mighty warrior. I have equipped you to be strong and courageous, just like Joshua in the Bible was strong and courageous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I thank you for Savannah. I release your life flowing through her, the blood of Jesus. And I cut off all darkness from coming near her. The light of God is shining brighter and brighter, showing her the way to walk and causing darkness to flee from her. I release the fullness of Holy Spirit and your, the light of your word. Yes, you will see, you will see the things that God is showing you. He's giving you eyes to see. Thank you, Father, for Savannah. I bless her in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, yes. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for Kendra. Thank you, Father. I bless her in the mighty name of Jesus. I release the power of God. Yes, an increase of power. More power. More power. The powerful love of God. Nothing can come against the love of God. God's love never fails. The love of God casts out fear. The love of God is high and it's deep and it's wide and it's long. The love of God never fails. It's forever. It's forever. And so the eternal love of God abiding in you, the Lord's going to show you just like he shows uh just like he shows a captain how to steer a ship or a swimmer how to swim stronger and straighter he's going to show you how to operate in his love stronger and straighter so that you may be surrounded and filled with his love so that you can give it to other people you're going to be a demonstration of God's love and you're going to release his love into the lives of people around you. Your heart is tender to the voice of God. You care about God and you care about people. And so I plead the blood of Jesus over you to protect you from hurt and harm. And I, I release the healing of God to your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Be healed now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for Josiah. I bless him in the mighty name of Jesus to set his mind on the things of God, that his thoughts are in one accord with you. I thank you for filling his mouth with power. There's fire that comes out of your mouth when you speak. Just like Revelation tells us that there's fire coming out of Jesus, 
the two-edged flaming sword. So as you speak the word of God, it goes forth like in the, in the book of Acts where the people said that the words that Peter spoke, they cut their hearts. It penetrated and they, were, they said, what must we do be, to be saved? So when you speak God's words, even when you show up, people are going to be convicted of sin and of righteousness. And they're going to ask you, what must we do to experience eternal life through Jesus? And you will show them the way. I thank you for this messenger of yours, Father God. I thank you for filling him with greater fire, with a laser-sharp tongue, speaking the words of life to set people free from darkness and bring them into the kingdom of light. Thank you, Father. I bless Abby in the mighty name of Jesus. You have been set free to be my daughter. I hear the Lord saying, be my daughter. Just be my daughter. That's all I want right now. I want to be your father, and I want you to be my daughter. It's already been set like a table. It's been set. The father's table has been set. There's a place for you to sit. You know how you have plates that, like, say different things on, like happy birthday or whatever? I see a red plate with white words that say, my daughter. And the table is set, and yes, there are lots of flowers on the table. So sit at the father's table and be his daughter. I release the blessing of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woohoo! Ha! Laugh more. <laughs> Just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. I don't care what it is. Just laugh. Your response is laughter. Just laugh and laugh and laugh. You are laughter. I have filled you with my laughter. Now let it go. Loud and long. Laughter, 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 laughter. Yes. Just keep on laughing. Keep on laughing. Laugh, laugh, laugh. I release to you joy unspeakable, that's why you laugh, and full of glory. Your laughter releases my glory. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Father, for Stephen. I release life and liberty to him. I thank you for him. I bless him in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for ordering not only his steps, but ordering. I just see like all these packages. They've been ordered by God to come to your house. Yep. He has so many gifts and surprises and blessings and treasures and just fun jokes that you enjoy. He's sending them to you. They've been sent. They're on their way. So... Just enjoy, just enjoy the Father showering you with gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above, 
and they cascade like light down upon you. And you will know with each gift, there will be a note. It's like a treasure hunt. So enjoy. Enjoy the gifts and the notes that God has sent your way. I release the blood of Jesus upon Stephen. A reordering. A reordering. There's a reorder. There's a reordering. It's a reorder. Holy Spirit will show you what this reorder is. I just keep hearing there's a reorder. Thank you, Father, for giving Stephen wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, and the fear of the Lord. I bless him in Jesus' name. Thank you for Meredith. I bless her in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for her. I thank you for her. Yes. I bless her in Jesus' name. I see you like the, uh, I don't know the right term, but you're the one leading the band. You're like uh, not in a room, not like a symphony, but you're out in the street marching and you're the one leading. So I thank you, Father, for releasing your rhythm, for releasing your rhythm and your leadership. She's in step and in tune with you. And she's leading many to you. She's leading them to you, to your goodness, to your house, to your peace, to your joy, to, their, to the purposes and plans that you have for their lives. Yes. Yep. Purposes and plans. I see that written on, on the banner. Yep. You're leading people into the purposes and plans of God, not only in your life, but in their life. There's a rhythm and there's a direction. So I release the ability to hear your voice, to stay in harmony with you and in rhythm with you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're almost done praying here, and then there's... It'll be time for small groups, so get ready for your small groups. I bless Yvonne in the mighty name of Jesus. What is this? There's something about cabbage. What is it about cabbage? Do you know what it is about cabbage? You like cabbage. All right, he likes cabbage. <laughs> yes all right thank you father for showing them if there's any more about cabbage but i just release a liking there's a liking there's a likeness you are growing in your likeness and image of god the father himself yes and you're producing a harvest that's pleasing to the lord So I thank you, Father, for giving him more land in the natural and more territories in the the spiritual. Yeah, to grow a pleasing harvest for you and glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so it's time for small groups. 
middle schoolers back there with Stephen and Melissa, high schoolers up front, and then um, if you have brought your offerings, you can give your, your offerings to the Lord in the podium in the hallway and get your Thanksgiving offering to the Lord, and we'll see you next week.